welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Charles Wozuzo. Now let's get after it. Hey, y'all. It's great to be here again. God bless you. How have you been? And I hope you're doing great. I just want to pray for you, and it does not matter what you're going through right now. God is there with you. You are blessed. You're a success. And you are favored. Now, let's get after what God has for us with today's message. Now, the title of my message is captioned, Arise and Shine. It is time to wake up. It's the part two in the series that me and my wife are doing right now. You see, one of the hardest things to do is getting out of bed at the early hours of the morning. I'm sure you guys also know. I know this because growing up as a child, my mom would wake me up in the morning shouting, it is time to wake up for school. Nothing pisses me off more than knowing that I have to get up and, you know, go to school. And I must confess, sometimes, even now, it is hard to wake up and go to work, you know, even as an adult, you know, just giving you a confession right here. I'm sure I'm not the only one feeling this way. (laughs) Anyway, so now you see. Naturally, sometimes we are prone to be lazy. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 26 from verse 40 to 43, and I read, Then Jesus returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so you see, that weakness is kind of like our default setting. We are prone to be uninterested in, you know, reading the Bible to grow spiritually. We are prone to live every day without praying throughout the entire day. We go to church and we sometimes suddenly feel sleepy and, you know, we tend to be awake fully when a favorite movie is playing. It is easier to let the day go by without opening the Bible but we never miss a story on Facebook or on Instagram and even on Twitter. You see, we if, if we have a way, we would want to sleep all day. You know, we want to be spiritually unconscious and unaware. And, you know, waking up, you know, whenever we want to. We want to live a life of ease. Uh, please, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, just live a life of ease with its, without its commitments or struggles. But it takes discipline to wake up from sleep and burn the night candle as a student. It takes discipline to prepare for the night shift as a security guard, doctor, or policeman. You know, staying awake through the night because we understand that things can go wrong when we fall asleep on duty. It takes discipline to wake up in the morning and prepare for work. And I can go on and on and on. Now, my main text is taken from Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1, which says, Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. Some versions will say, Arise, shine, for your light has come. You see, just like my mother in the previous story, I just you know told you guys, which is private information. <laughs> God is also calling us to action. And that action is to Get out of bed, like Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 says. To get out of bed, to arise and shine. We all know how 
sweet sleep can be. And if care is not taken, we can sleep through what God has called us to do in life, which is to arise and shine. So you see, when you sleep, you become unconscious. You become unaware of the surroundings around you. In other words, to sleep is to be unresponsive to the environment around you. To sleep is to be unaware of the enemy's plans against your life. To sleep is to be oblivious of what is going on around you. To sleep is to be unaware of when an attack is about to hit. To sleep is to be spiritually lazy and undisciplined. To sleep is being spiritually unresponsive to God because you can't know when God is speaking to your heart. To sleep is to become an easy target for demonic attacks. God is calling you to wake up, to watch and pray, to be vigilant for your life. We have been sleeping for too long and it is time to wake up. Remember, where we read says to watch and pray. To wake up or to watch and pray is to be aware of your surroundings. It is to be vigilant and ready for when the enemy comes. You see, Christians get attacked spiritually and do not know it. There are growing attacks against our families, marriages, against our faith. And it is only the vigilant ones who are awake that can ward off enemy attacks. Now, let us look at what the enemy does when we sleep. Bible says in Matthew chapter 13 from verse 25 to 28, and I read, But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed seeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The scripture we read is exactly why God wants us to be awake. It's exactly why God wants us to be vigilant. There's nothing wrong with sleeping, but what I mean by this is kind of a spiritual awakening. Not to sleep in your spiritual work with God, but to be alive in God, to be alive in Him. To be spiritually sensitive is to be awake. The reason why God wants us to be spiritually aware of what's going on in our lives, marriage, family, church, and nation and the world. The enemy likes to operate under the covers of darkness. And it is no, it is no wonder why most crimes are happening at the nighttime under the covers of darkness. You see, where there is darkness, bad things happen. And where there is darkness, the enemy thrives. And that is why the enemy hates the light. The darkness has nothing to offer but pain, misery, sickness, and death. And God is calling us to wake up. There is a clarion call to wake up because a lot is happening in the dark. The enemy is sowing his weeds, just like we've, you know, just like we've read. The enemy is sowing his weeds, I repeat again. By definition, a weed is an unwanted plant. The enemy is sowing things that are unwanted in our lives. The enemy is sowing his weeds in our churches, in our nation. He's sowing his weeds in, in, in he's sowing his seeds in our relationships and marriages and just about everywhere. 
It is no wonder we see words like laws being passed that clearly goes against God's standards. That's a weed. Another weed, another unwanted plant, in other words, is strange sicknesses, deaths, stagnancy, depression, suicides, terrible habits and addictions. These are weeds, and we Christians, we need to wake up. You know, we wake up surprised at what the enemy has, you know, had done while we slept through the night. We are no longer vigilant in prayer. We no longer have watchmen at the tower looking out for enemies who want to break into our camp. You see, I'll give you a personal experience, real life story, my own life. You know, I remember when I just gave my life to Christ at the age of 16. Uh, I was so drawn to prayer that I decided to dedicate uh, three hours of my life every day. I mean, every day I would do three hours, but I used to break it down. I'll do one hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon, and one hour at night. So I was praying three hours every day, and I would lock myself in my room, you know, worshiping, praying, meditating on the Word of God. You see, in the midst of all of that, I asked God to awaken me spiritually so that I could see when the enemy is about to strike. In fact, I told God that anything that wanted to attack my family would have to go through me first. (laughs) Oh, I was dead serious when I prayed that prayer. You see, and almost immediately, I was able to see what the enemy had planned against my family and against my family members and, and my loved ones. Weeks prior, before they even happened. You see, God would wake me in the middle of the night to intercede for my family. Now, that is what it means to be spiritually awake. Because you just have this, 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 this foreboding sense of danger and then the Holy Spirit is, is you know, he, he, He's telling you, you know, pray for this person. You know, He will wake you up in the middle of the night, let's say 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. and He's putting somebody in your heart to pray for. And then you wake up in the morning and then you get a call. Oh my God, you know what? God saved me from that accident that will have taken my life. This had happened before many times. You see, For you to be spiritually responsive to God is for God to interrupt your life anytime He wants. He can wake you up 2 a.m., 3 a.m. and put in your heart a prayer for somebody. Sometimes He will put in your heart a prayer for for China, for instance, to pray for for, for for the persecution of Christians, whatever is going down there. So to be awake is to be awake to our spiritual responsibility to know that we ought to pray, to know that we ought to live our lives daily in the will of God. So, back to my story. And so, all of these things were happening. And for me, that was part of my own spiritual awakening when I just gave my life to Christ. Because God was helping me keep vigilance for my family. And also because I was determined that the enemy would not find me sleeping, thereby wrecking havoc while I am still asleep, God forbid. I am proud to say today that accidents, deaths, sickness, and wrong decisions have all been averted all because I chose to be spiritually awakened by God. It's a decision that you have to make. So now, to be awake or to wake up, you know, the clarion call God is uh, making making on, on somebody listening to me here today is that, God wants you to be fully aware of 
who you are and what he has called you to do. You see, only fully conscious people know how they look. A man who is asleep has no consciousness to be fully aware of who or where he is until he wakes up. Just like in my story, I had to be spiritually conscious to commune with God and be alive in Him. To be awake is to awaken your spiritual consciousness so that you can relate with God on a more personal level. You see, man became or man died when he disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, it says, But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now, the death God was talking about was not necessarily physical death, but it was certainly spiritual death. Man's spiritual consciousness died on the very day he disobeyed God. Also, that day, something even more profound happened. Man lost spiritual consciousness, which meant he was now unresponsive, you know, and alienated from God. In other words, from that day, man slept, having lost all spiritual consciousness, making it easy for the enemy to come and sow the seeds, the weeds we are seeing in our world today. The hatred The deception of the enemy is so real today. My heart goes out to the recent mass shootings in the United States. This is an example of of, of the kind of evil that goes on in our world today, where to go out now in the United States, you have to be prayerful. To be prayerful in the sense that you don't want to be caught in the crossfire of bullets flying up and down. We need to pray for the U.S. We need to pray for every of these countries who are experiencing all of the things that is not normal in our world. Things that should not be taken for normality. It is sad. God is calling us to wake up. To wake up as a church. To wake up as an individual. To wake up to your spiritual responsibility to your family, to your community, to your neighbor, to your place of work, to your school. A teacher may be listening to me right now. You have a great responsibility for the kids that God has placed in your hands. Wow, this message was an eye-opener for me, and I hope it was for you too. When next I get to share with you, I will be discussing on how to solve this darkness problem. Why? Because when you read from Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1, it says, Arise, shine, or wake up, Jerusalem, for your light has come. For thick darkness covers the whole world and darkness over the peoples. And it is this darkness that we are actually, you know, we see this every day. And as believers, God has called us to shine. So when this I share with you, I'll be, talking about what we need to do to take away and destroy the covers of darkness. You know, this darkness that the enemy seems so comfortable using to camouflage his activities. It will surprise you that the light of God in you is all we need to solve the darkness problem. Because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, sorry, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, he says, you are the light of the world. 
you see a correlation between that and our main text in Isaiah chapter 60, to arise, shine for your light has come? Now, Jesus is saying in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, I repeat it again. He says, you are the light of the world. So, to solve the darkness problem is just a matter of us waking up to our spiritual responsibility because when we begin to wake up to our spiritual responsibility, then we begin to shine as light in this dark world. And that solves the darkness problem. So I will be talking about, you know, more in depth about that and how we can make that happen. I can't wait to share this topic with you in the next two weeks when I speak. But in the meantime, my wife will be sharing a timely message next week and it promises to be awesome. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, there are weeds in our world today. We see it in our place of work, schools, public buildings, businesses, and just about all areas. We all need to agree that, you know, we need to arise and shine. We need to arise and take charge of our lives through the help of God. There is only one solution for us, and that is Jesus. Jesus came to set things right in our world. He is ready to set things right in your life today, if you allow him. Why don't you give him a chance like I did many years ago? I'm proud to say that if I had not met Jesus, I would be lost, dead, and forgotten. Jesus gave me a new life. He washed my sins away and gave me a fresh start. You too can receive a clean slate like I did. And he's right there with you right now, ready to help you, if only you ask him. If you want to accept Jesus today, please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come before you today. Please wash me from my sins and give me a clean slate again. I ask for the strength to serve you. And by your grace, I will never sin again. Amen. Until I come your way again, enjoy the victories that come from you shining shining bright in your life, in your relationships, in your marriages, and in your career. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram page, which is at Podcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.